0: Hey team, happy Tuesday, welcome back. I know your biggest struggles is identifying your kids' triggers. I know as parents of kids grappling with eczema, our daily lives are just marked by the diligent care and attention required to manage this really challenging skin condition. And in our role as caregivers, it becomes paramount for us to not only provide the necessary skin care, but also to keenly observe and identify potential triggers that might exacerbate our little one's symptoms. And these triggers can vary widely, which is what makes us so crazy, right? And they can include anything, environmental factors, specific foods, certain fabrics, but by cultivating a heightened awareness and actively monitoring our kids' reactions, we can play a pivotal role in minimizing the impact of eczema on their lives and fostering a healthier, more comfortable future for them. Get out your pen and paper. I'm gonna take you through how to do just that. Let's get into it. Hey, mama. Welcome to the Eczema Kids Podcast. Do you want your baby to actually have baby soft skin? Are you literally up all night caring for your itchy, miserable kid? Are you hoping to give your child a life free of disruptive skin symptoms without pharmaceuticals? Hi, I'm Andra. I was also a mom of a toddler and a baby struggling with severe eczema. I too felt helpless because I couldn't figure out how to get rid of my children's eczema and wished I could take the misery out of their bodies. Every day I questioned, is what I'm doing actually making a difference? I wondered, would I ever be able to go to the pool with my kids, take family photos, or eat outside the home without an eczema flare? Through diet and natural time-honored solutions, combined with endless hours of research and experimenting, I eliminated eczema from our lives. When you tune into this podcast, you will find itchy kid remedies, diet and nutrition advice, and healthy kid hacks to help lessen your workload and lighten your family home. Grab your egg-free snack, and let's get on with healing our kids. So identifying eczema triggers in kids can be a process of observation and trial and error and ideally collaboration. So I'm here for you. I'm here for you with all those things, with real answers, with real life solutions that will take your sweet babe from itchy and miserable to happy and healthy and energetic. Check out our results tab on the website eczemakids.com to see for yourselves. I will guarantee you results, guys, if you follow our plan. In fact, you'll see the results within two weeks. Go to eczemakids.com slash work with me and get started on your path to comfort and well-being for your little kids right away. Okay, I want to help you identify your kids' eczema triggers because I know it's driving you bananas. If you knew, if you knew what was causing it, then you could just take it away. (laughs) Make sure your kid never comes in contact with those things again and then your world would be eczema-free. Which sadly it's not how it works but if we could just minimize what we know to be exacerbating those symptoms for a short period of time so that they can heal and rebuild and then function in the world as the rest of us do that is what we're going for but during that initial phase when we're when we're trying to identify and then and then ideally rebuild here's some things that I just want you to keep in mind and also just to help you along that path. Cause especially when you're not monitoring for yourself, it becomes this really hard thing. Like you can't feel how they feel on the inside and you can only see the outside effects. You know, it could be anywhere from an hour to three days from when the, you know, the trigger was encountered or ingested. So it's just really hard to know, but the best thing you could do, even though it's a lot of time, it's maintain a skin journal. Keep it just a detailed journal noting the times when eczema flare-ups occur and throughout the days record activities, foods, weather conditions, and any changes in skincare routines or anything that you have going on. And then note note the severity of the flare-ups or any other noticeable patterns. It'll help. It'll help. Once you collect a few weeks of data, you'll be able to, to see. I know I was just mentally tracking a whole bunch of things and... A lot got missed. I know I could have probably nipped some things in the butt a little bit sooner had I been able to look back on some notes and and see some consistencies. So as much as you don't want to, keep a skin journal, keep it open, keep it on the counter, and write down everything that you possibly can. Second, you're gonna want to observe dietary patterns. So obviously the, the common food triggers are the the main allergens. And I know you guys are already omitting those. I mean, that's easy. I like we had a couple, different bouts of eczema. Our first bout of eczema with my one and a half year old, it wasn't. I mean, it took over her whole body and it came on fast and strong. But then I read eggs was a common eczema trigger. We took eggs out and she got better, and it was a miracle and it was amazing. <laughs> then our third daughter was born, and then the dot, and then. The eczema and our second daughter came back and wow, was that a different experience. That certainly wasn't a single dietary assault problem. So yes, you know, in this initial stage when you're really trying to to heal, take out the, the common textbook triggers, the, the dairy, the eggs, the nuts, the wheat, do that. And be patient because it takes a couple weeks to observe changes in the skin after altering the diet. But then some ones that you probably aren't thinking of, mushrooms, it's a big one because they're a fungus and they grow in the dark in like damp environments right they just aren't great for a condition like eczema and maybe they're not eating a whole bunch of mushrooms but I find like mushroom extract or you know ground mushrooms and a whole bunch of the foods that we're now consuming thanks to really awesome companies like four sigmatic and others it's just we're not supposed to, nobody's supposed to consume that many mushrooms but especially our little eczema kids um vinegar big one for our little eczema kids chocolate definitely all of these are heat inducing foods and they just don't do our eczema kids any good while they're suffering from this condition then you're going to want to check your skincare products look for all the anything that comes in contact with your kid anything that might have might be derived from a nut. Probably not going to work so great for your kid. Look for everything that's hypoallergenic, obviously fragrance-free cuz fragrance if it's not from essential oils, it is phthalates, which is chemicals. So, anything that you can do to reduce the chemical load on their little livers that will will help. And anything that you try new, test the product on a small area before applying to them, their whole body. So just like the inside of their wrist, if that's not riddled with eczema, that's a good place to to start anything natural. And if you are looking for something really eczema safe, guys, oh, I'm so excited in the new year. I have some big announcements. I'm so excited. Not yet though. It's coming. Next, you're going to monitor any environmental factors. So pay attention to Any environmental triggers like weather changes, you know, there's not a lot you can do about it, but humidity levels, exposure to allergens, that's just stuff that you could just keep in the back of your mind. Keep your home environment cool and use a humidifier and maintain adequate moisture levels. That really helps, but you definitely don't want to be then contributing to a mold problem because that could be a huge trigger as well. I know it's so hard, guys. I have all this stuff detailed out in the Clear Skin Kids course. Figure out how to identify all these triggers that might be in your house, but then also what to do about it and the cheapest way to go about eliminating as much as you can that isn't healthy for your whole family, not just your little eczema kid. Five is testing. I have a sequence of tests, usually only available to doctors, that you can call and get completed on your own, saving literally thousands. But I recommend doing this after you've made the appropriate changes to your kids' diet and environment and skincare, so their system has a chance to calm down a little bit before you administer these tests. Because then you're able to derive some actual useful information from the results. And I like to use two tests first in tandem to measure different parts of the immune system. And that gives you a complete picture of the triggers that you might be missing now. You're also gonna wanna evaluate stress levels. I mean you know stress and emotional factors directly correlate to eczema flare-ups but i also know stressing about your kids stress doesn't help anyone it doesn't dilute anyone's amount of stress so things that you can actually do to lower your kids and yourselves look cortisol levels. You can establish routines to help manage stress. You can encourage relaxation techniques like deep breathing or mindfulness. If you're nursing, taking deep breaths while you're nursing is a really calming, soothing activity for the both of you. I love the Zenimal Zenimal company. I've talked about them before, but they have nice, soothing, screen-free little meditation tracks that work for older kids and even adults so those are some things to try next you're going to want to make sure you're taking you're paying really close attention to the clothing and the fabrics that are on your kid's skin so that's bedding all of it really the only choice for our eczema friends is soft breathable cotton but other fabrics that are natural that work are hemp and silk linen uh, you want to make sure it's... you Like, anything, honestly, if the best thing that you can do is buy Ocotex certified clothes, it means they aren't processed in formaldehyde, really, and all these other extra manufacturing chemicals that really wreak havoc on everyone's endocrine system, but especially our little eczema kids. Um, so you want Ecotex, like certified dyes, or natural ves- vegetable dyes is a thing, or... Digital printing instead of dyes is better than uh, some of the dyes that are out there. You're going to want to avoid wool, even though that's a natural material, but it obviously is a little scratchy for our little ones. And then any synthetic materials that are made of plastic, really derived from petroleum and then processed with formaldehyde. So those include nylon, polyester, rayon, acrylics, spandex, AZO dyes. All those really irritate the skin. I know they're everywhere. But if, if this is a really big issue for you, this is something that you need to pay really close attention to. Next, you're gonna wanna take a kitchen inventory. We don't want any heavy metals or BPAs coming into our kids' food while we're lovingly cooking them. So store everything in glass, cook everything in really high quality ceramic or cast iron or all clad stainless steel is a good option. And then ideally glass is the, best, is the best choice for storing and for cooking, especially if your meal is acidic. In nature ceramic and cast iron aren't your best choice because then the acids like derive the iron and uh, the other metals from those cooking surfaces so again glass is your best bet all around and if it's not acidic you can definitely go with high high quality ceramic or cast iron or stainless steel and then i know you're already there but be patient and then consistent most importantly identifying triggers takes time and then it involves a lot of trial and error, but you can make your changes gradually and consistently and then you can accurately observe the impact on your kid's skin via your skin journal that you're, that you're noting in. And lastly, you can create a personalized eczema management plan. I may be biased, but the only way I know how to fast-track a doable, natural, health-promoting plan that you can routinely deliver on is to become a student within the Clear Skin Kids course. You will get the diets, how to cook them, the topical routines, the step-by-step validated environmental modifications plan, child-proof supplements that turn the dial, and lastly, a testing sequence to pick up on any triggers not noticed or not already omitted live by your plan day in and day out and you will get the results that you are looking for a smiling energetic kid who feels good enough in their skin to actually act like a kid soon you'll be reintroducing whole healthy foods like dairy and eggs back into your kid's diet so you don't have to live like this forever but The gains you make in your journey, the expanded repertoire of foods, properly preparing grains and legumes and eating them together as a healthy, healing family, those things will stick, and that'll make this entire journey worth it. Go to the website, eczemakids.com, to check out that. I am so thankful for your time. It's your greatest resource, and I hope this is helpful for you. Join our Facebook group, Eczema Solutions for Kids, Natural Healing and Comfort. We're there for you. You can get some strategies talk to other mamas who know and ask me any questions you want there as well leave a review for this podcast so I know that this is helping you and I'm excited for the upcoming Christmas season I know you are as well enjoy those babies give them hugs give them cotton pajamas and I will talk to you next Tuesday the day after Christmas take care friends you are doing amazing